for the touch of your lips, dear, but much more for the touch of your whips, dear. You can raise welts like nobody else as we dance to the masochism tango. Tonight on the show, we're here for the music. We are actually talking tonight to the lovely, the beautiful, the exceptionally talented Ms. Violet Sky, who whose music has been featured on the show before. Hello. Um, hello. So we tonight we're doing a movie called Welcome to 18. Yes. Um, which is exceptionally hard to find. Yes. It is only on VHS, I believe is the only medium. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And so um I know my background with this movie was has been it's been going on for many, 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 many decades, mm-hmm. I think, since I was like 10 and I saw it on cable. Mm-hmm. And uh my sister and I both owned the VHS growing up and watched it consistently. And then when I was in my 20s, I bought the record soundtrack from mm-hmm. eBay for like a hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like well worth it, but I can mm. definitely see why it is so expensive. Oh yeah. And uh and that is my background with this movie. Um I I think it's adorable. I think it has a lot of uh it has a lot of actresses who went on to do much yeah. bigger things. So tell me, I know this was your first time watching this, but apparently you bought this a long time ago. (laughs) So I have heard of it. It has been on my radar of like one of those things to watch that I just have not gotten around to watching. Um, But I think last year you mentioned that they put the soundtrack on streaming and I said, oh my gosh, okay. So then I started listening to the soundtrack first before I watched the movie. I remember I put it on... A, like a playlist I had that soundtrack and then this other album from this group called Gigi on the beach and I played like a mix of those like driving on a road trip last summer and I was like this is great um and then yeah I just watched it for the first time last night which the only place I could find it was on YouTube in like two pixels so uh, it definitely was not the prime viewing experience but yeah. I got the gist yeah um so yeah the VHS tape is definitely on my need list at this mm-hmm. point um and it was really good and i actually really liked it and it was one of those things where it was like why did i put off watching this for so long if i already knew i was gonna like it you know yeah well um i will be honest with you valet girls is on my list i don't own it i don't even you have to tell me i know there is a copy on youtube now which is okay great. that's like not that terrible quality okay so so yeah. that is one that i have had on my list in the background i know your passion for it so i yes. know it's gonna be good right but mm-hmm. i haven't had a chance to watch it either so yes my uh my welcome to your welcome to 18 is my valet girl yes <laughs> which we will have to do a valet girls episode someday yes absolutely or malibu bikini shop would be cool too. i love malibu bikini yeah. shop so much i think it's great okay so <laughs> this movie it's very funny because it is a PG movie because PG-13 right. wasn't really a thing. Um, but it has a lot of adult themes. Yeah. Wait, I wasn't even aware it was PG, first of all. So uh, now yeah, you're telling right? me this, I'm yeah. really shocked. What? You know, like a PG. I was thinking R. Right. No, like a PG in the 80s 
was oh, yeah. like ridiculous. Like I think Disorderlies is another one that's like PG thirteen, but there is literal full frontal nudity in that movie. Oh my god! <laughs> well, that's definitely not PG thirteen. I know, and I remember seeing it and being like, "Oh my god!" Like that was the first like fully naked woman I'd ever seen in a movie. Right, and it was like, "Oh yeah, no, this is PG 13 Like really? It's like, <laughs> oh right, exactly. Ah, uh, the eighties. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Love it. So the the I guess the the film's plot is uh about three friends who decide they are going to go work at a dude ranch for the summer. So they uh so so they end up on this dude ranch, right? right. And I I love all of the montages in this film. Yes. Because this movie isn't so much a movie as it is a series of musical vignettes that is loosely tied together with a script about loyalty (laughs) yeah essentially which is so interesting because i don't think i've ever seen another movie that has the style at all Uh -uh. or has been produced this way no and i believe i'm not sure who told me this and i think it might have been um one of the singers for doll congress i think that the director of the film was a music video director at one point like Mm -hmm. before and so it has that very polished um you know just just um, like a series of music videos right which is really cool which is which is great i love it i i do i absolutely i wish that this movie was on Tubi or Me too. Something. Why isn't it? It should be on Tubi or at, at or the very Pluto. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like Tubi has like some very interesting movies that are just like never even heard of, very yeah. low budget. So totally. this should at least be on Tubi. I would think so too. Um yeah, I don't know if it's one of those like rights issues kinds of things. Oh, probably. Because there's so many there's so many films that came out in the 80s and never really like those distributors actually went under and so there's this like warehouse of movies that can never get released on any other medium other than the vhs copies that we all have because Mm -hmm. of distribution rights stuff so yeah and licensing which is crazy because i'm doing an internship in sync licensing right now and just learning about all of the different nuances that go into allowing music to be moved like used in another format wow and it's like this is crazy and then now i'm like you know really getting an understanding of why all of these amazing soundtracks you can't release them now and make money off of them you know Hmm. the company itself because you know there's no company that exists anymore and you don't know where to find the person or you know someone's legalities now won't let their song be used in this movie on another streaming service you know really well they had agreed in the 80s to have their song used in the movie Mm -hmm. now because the movie is going on streaming it's a whole nother like kind of issue i guess wow that's interesting it's like Very different rules for different fools kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I, I mm-hmm. just, I guess I felt like a rights is a rights kind of thing. And so it's almost like if the medium is film, right. therefore we release it and we own it kind of thing. I had no idea that. 
uh it was you know that if they were going to release it on streaming that apparently like it's almost like a new set of rights has to be obtained yes wow and so it's probably really hard to go and track down every person that had something to do with the soundtrack and a lot of the reason sometimes is that music is in the film and then they can't release it on streaming because of the music like i think that there was a movie where there was prince songs in it possibly i don't remember what it was okay maybe it wasn't even prince but there was some movie with like a certain artist songs in it that hasn't been able to be released because that artist is like you can't have their music in anything so I have a question because of the internship that you have right now. Yeah. Have, what do they do if they want to release it on streaming, but the artists are dead? There's estates. So usually people have estates. Okay. You know, like whoever they left their music to, there's uh-huh. somebody who's still controlling all of their media, especially if they're a big artist. So there's other people that you can consult, but then that even gets harder if the person that, you're trying to consult has passed away isn't a big enough artist or isn't a big <gasps> enough producer to have like an estate so then you oh have to contact goodness. family members and then they don't know what to do and so wow. i mean like i haven't been a part of this like yet uh-huh. but it's definitely something that i like you know have heard of happening and it's like even like outside of the internship too it's just like this whole yeah. other world that's crazy. Oh my gosh. I no, I had no idea. I guess I you just don't think of it as being like, oh, it's a different medium. Like you mm-hmm. don't think of that. You just think of like, oh, it's streaming. It's just like you just put a movie on there. You know? Right. Like That's you would put I a movie thought. on yeah. YouTube, right? Right. You know. And who's gonna know? You know? Right. right. I totally uh, exactly. I was like thinking about that. And I was also thinking about this soundtrack in particular. Yeah. Because a good portion of the artists I either hadn't heard of with the exception of doll congress because uh-huh. doll congress is um is a is is what is a girl gabrielle uh cartier uh, not cartieris ha hey mm-hmm. 90210 reference um uh, it's it's her and then it's also michael penn okay and michael penn is michael penn right super famous uh so that's i don't know the- if i know michael penn oh. i'll be honest <laughs> okay no 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 so um Michael Penn had a solo career in the late 80s, early 90s, right? Okay. He had a song that was called No Myth. I'm definitely going to like look this up. It's a great song, but Mm -hmm. it was a one hit wonder. It got used in a couple movies. So Michael Penn goes on to become a composer. So then he ends up being like the composer of the score for Boogie Nights. He ends up being the composer for all of these things. Then he ends up marrying Amy Mann, who is oh, okay. another big, obviously, from yeah. Till Tuesday, right? Yes. So then they end up making music together, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, so now he is one of those big film composers where mm-hmm. he you see his name on a lot of um, uh, scores. But right. yeah, he had this like one hit wonder. And then I guess prior to that, when Welcome to 18 was you know assembling their music so to speak yeah he was in a band called doll congress and they have the two songs on the soundtracks right yeah aside from him nobody else really went on to do stuff i looked on spotify and i uh you know tapped the little three dots and went like you know (laughs) go to the artist anything right yeah yeah and so i saw that the white animals they seem to have an album out i don't know when it was released okay because 
it's like when you upload things to Spotify, sometimes you put in like the current date and then it says it was released in like 2014, but it wasn't. Right. So it sounds like 80s music, though. So I'm going to assume that they had some at least one album. Okay. Frank Sparks. He had two songs in the movie called Sweet 16 from 1983. Okay. So he did other things for soundtracks you know i feel like there's a lot of artists that are like that like uh three speed from once bitten and they right. have a song rad and they didn't actually have an album outside of any movie songs they did right um which they should have but <laughs> and then uh, a private view has an album of songs from <gasps> 1983 to 87 on spotify it's like they're like wow. 83 to 87 like demos or something okay. and everyone else i couldn't find anything however you know i didn't look on just youtube or right yeah Google it, so i the the real i know that um so frank sparks okay what song on the soundtrack did he do or songs uh, let's plural. see so frank sparks had uh surrender okay okay pinky okay. no and i wish i knew where they went because that was a cool little tune at the very beginning of the movie yeah yeah um okay so we have <clears throat> give up your ghost which is doll congress and that's the yes. michael penn band we have white wave mm-hmm. pinky and that would be that's actually the song that plays when they're driving yes when mm-hmm. they're driving to the thing that's a We're, great shot such a great i know and they pull back it. and everything yes. is just so great and then um, Words Into Action, which I love, is by mm-hmm. being called Second Language. So you didn't find anything on them? Um, not on streaming now, mm, but I'm okay. sure possibly they did something else. Somebody's got to get into this house. Which oh, yeah. Is that's a great one. During the, um, see, these are all montage songs. They're so all really cut. Funny. Yeah, it was like they're all cut up. Like it plays at the beginning and then it yeah. plays at the end when they're, you know. Yep rescuing the friend and somebody's yeah so somebody's got to get into this house is um is when they first end up at talia's and so it's important Mm -hmm. to point out for people who haven't seen this movie they end up at a they're they're supposed to work at this dude ranch for the summer Mm -hmm. while they're at the dude ranch they basically experience how all teenagers are treated when they're trying to do summer jobs i think it's a summer job of some kind um which means they just get treated like garbage. They don't make any money. Uh, and they're like, yeah, fuck this nonsense. Um, right. <laughs> so the actress who plays Robin was also on a very popular 80s sitcom called right. Just the Ten of Us. Yes. Okay. And she played Connie on Just the Ten of Us. And for our horror fans out there, which we have tons of, she is featured in a cameo role in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Yes. Uh, and, and by cameo, I mean we seriously mean cameo. At the very beginning of Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Jesse is having a nightmare that he's on a bus, and there are two girls that are sort of flirting with him, but not really. They're just on the bus. He just happens to be on a bus with two women. Right. One of the women is her. The other woman is Allison Barron, who would go on to be a Knight of the Demons? Oh, okay. And Vice Academy. Oh my gosh! Right. Wait, what, what part? She's Cherry Pop from Vice Academy. Oh my gosh! Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Oh my gosh! So... And then Courtney Thorne Smith, 
Oh God! Uh, is summer is school just side I mean, out? Summer yeah. school side out. Uh, uh, she was in Lucas. Mm-hmm. Uh, she later went on to be on Ally McBeal. She mm-hmm. has co-starred on Two and a Half Men. Like really? Courtney Thorne Smith had a she had a crazy career. Um, and yeah, just just a just an amazing uh actress and uh. Robin is played by Joanne Willette. Joanne Willette is who plays Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay is played by is played by Courtney Thorne Smith, and Joey, yes, is played by Marishka Hargitay, who is Jane Mansfield's daughter. Oh wow! You didn't know that? No. Oh no! I didn't no, really know okay. anything about her, but yeah. No, that's okay. I mean, she's famous for being on Law and Order. Like, she's the SVU oh, wow. actress. Yeah, she's the. I mean, you know, I never I watched that. I don't watch like, it. Wow, either. that's cool. <laughs> you know, but um, that is like her super, super, super famous. You know, mm-hmm. thing. What's funny is her husband mm-hmm. is on this really cool show on um uh whatever Nickelodeon's spinoff is um uh that has all the old sitcoms on it and now i can't think of it right now but uh Uh, nick at night not nick at night but it was like tv land tv land tv land yeah Um, tv land her husband is on a tv land show called younger and he's a total total babe total babe so yeah it's just like these like two like very handsome and beautiful in a in a couple Right. right um and then co-starring um as roscoe the asshole oh god yes (laughs) um he was in friday the 13th part four wow as the jason hunter he's the he has the most um i should say uncomfortable death scene he actually so he's he's hunting jason right that's his whole thing is that Uh he comes into friday the 13th and he's like my sister was killed and it's supposed to be one of the one of the girls that was killed off in part two Okay. So he's like, you know, my sister was killed. I'm here. He's got all these like clippings and, you know, he's got a machete and a, and a tent, mm-hmm. you know, he's ready to go. Right. So he ends up getting killed by Jason in the basement. And like Jason basically grabs like a gardening tool and goes at him, but you don't see it. You just hear it. Oh. So you're upstairs, like upstairs. All you hear is this poor guy going, he's killing me. He's killing me. Oh my God. And it's like, oh, that's actually worse than seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> I've like, never seen any of the series. So that oh, is Oh, any, cool... any of the Friday any of the Friday 13th? Okay. Are you just I got are to. You, you're not a horror fan? I'm not a horror fan, but oh. I love Chopping Mall because I love oh. mall culture. Well, but I, I want to get more into horror, but I just yeah. feel like I'm just not a spooky person. I get you. No, that's okay. I mean, that's totally fine. Like, I think one of the reasons that we do the show is just because there's all different genres out there, yes. you know? So, yeah, mm-hmm. just because just because you're not in horror. Anyway, his name is Eric Anderson, mm-hmm. and he plays the abusive. Is he the boyfriend or a husband? boyfriend boyfriend I think. I think boyfriend i don't think they were married i know she talia gives the girls a ring to sell mm-hmm. to make money but i don't think 
that that ring is like a wedding ring or anything no i, I don't think so either also yeah. she's 18 yes okay so can we talk about let's talk I about she was 30 how like, fucked up this yeah exactly let's like, talk about I, this plot because like the first scene where she's sitting at the table and she literally um, looks like she's 32 she looks like she's 30 she gives the vibes like she's 30 also i was watching this on youtube in two pixels so i couldn't exactly see a good picture of what she looks like <laughs> right but I mean, like, between that and, like, just that aura she gives off then yeah. when she invites you to the party at the casino, like, yeah. she seems like a 30-something-year-old. And I was like, okay. And then when I find out that she's 18, right. in the montage scene of them all hanging out at the house, right. I was like, oh, wow. And then when you realize that she's probably been with Roscoe for a few years, uh... then you're like, oh, that's horrible. Yes, I was yeah. today years old when I just made that connection, Violet. <laughs> Wait, just now? Exactly, because oh my God, I yeah. just thought of her as like, oh, she's 18. Like, because I haven't, you know, like, you don't think about it. It's like, well, they've been together. Right. Which I don't means... know how long they've been together. Right. We, well... I know that she ran away at like, what, 14, 15? 14, right. And then she said that he took her in, but we don't know along what when are you, when part he took in her that in. journey. Yeah. yeah. So, oh. But ooh, I have a feeling. Yeah, uh, I have a bad feeling. That well, also, so so the girls are working at this at this dude ranch and yeah. shit's going, you know, it's just not going good. So Robin meets Talia while yes. Talia is smoking a cigarette by a pool waiting right. for her boyfriend Roscoe to come out uh, from playing poker. Mm-hmm. And so she, uh, you know, and, and she tells her, she's like, you know, she's like, there are lots of jobs for women <laughs> who right. who uh who want to make good money um and uh i can get you a job down it so basically it's lake tahoe i was just looking at the thing right and it's it's lake tahoe and she's like i can get you some jobs down at casinos mm-hmm. um now they're all 18 because yes. the movie is called welcome to 18 so in mm-hmm. order to get a job at a casino you do need a phony id right so uh, there was like basically the girls get dicked out of their pay. So Robin's like, I we got to get out of here. I'm I'm tired of this. You know, Talia said we could we could come and stay with her, um, and her weird boyfriend, uh, right. on a lake somewhere, um, and uh, go stay there. And Lindsay, played by Courtney Thornsmith, is mm-hmm. kind of mad because yes. she has met this guy who looks very like chuck woolery like mm-hmm. he's a very i guess handsome in a blonde guy kind of way like he kind right. of he kind of reminds me of like a villain in an in an 80s uh right comedy. with a sweater tied around yeah. his neck like kind the, of guy yeah. preppy yeah right and so uh but he is and, nice and he is a nice guy yeah, yeah he's not a creep um I mean, we don't really know how old he is. No, either. we don't. That was, I mean, once again, I could not tell because of me watching it in two pixels. Oh, However, even, even on VHS, I'm like sitting there going, okay, so these right. girls, girls are supposed to be 18 and, you know, having their experiences for the summer, right? And then I'm like looking at the guys and I'm like, damn, like that dude looks like he might be... 
I guess he could be like 26 or something like that. But that's still like, I'm 22. And like, would I date someone who's 18? No. No. So like, it is kind of odd. Yeah. No. Really creepy. So, so she protests and she's like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to stay here at the dude ranch and, you know, kids have uh, a reputation of pulling this shit with people where, you know, they leave Mm. jobs and stuff and, you know, she gets outvoted. So they leave, they go to Talia's house and uh, Talia invites them in to stay. And so they stay at this gorgeous, oh God, the architecture of this damn house. I know. Oh my gosh. I would love to live there. And we're treated to this really awesome montage of like clothes trying on and, you know, all of this wonderful, oh, hanging out in the hot tub and just, it was so much fun, you know? I love that scene. So they have all of that going. And mm-hmm. at some point they are um they're uh, out there lounging. Yeah, they're they're yes. basically lounging by the pool and just talking about life basically. And Joey mm-hmm. is saying that, you know, her father left when she was quite young and he moved to Europe and that she wants to she she wants to go to Europe and find her dad basically Mm -hmm. and uh they're talking and talia reveals you know that she ran away from home when she was i think she says 15 yeah yeah she's like i ran away when i was 15 and then she's like you know that was three years ago and the girls look at her and they're like three years ago that means you're our age 18 and they're shocked yeah right and they're like whoa hey okay um so then that night they're laying in bed and they hear a fight. Yes. And it's just this loud fight going on. And then the next day, Talia says, you guys are going to have to leave. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Roscoe's got some people coming in from for business. And, you know, but I, I got you set up with a, a cabin um, right. at, a, at a place. And, and you know, it's wow. God, what was it? Oh, it's 90 bucks a week. Yeah. Yeah. I that? was like, yeah. that's crazy good number it's, one make that 89.50 yeah because right. the door falls the door off. fell off, fell right. off. That was and funny. they get to meet this really awesome neighbor named fuchsia yes oh let's talk about I fuchsia love her love her love her love her so much yes. and she brings them food yes she brings them food which i love she kind of acts as like a maternal figure i yes. think yes yes which is awesome to see in 1986 a queer coded character absolutely in a positive light where nothing horrible happens to them like nope. an angel nope um because I, she was giving me angel vibes for sure oh because, definitely may right yeah. like may from angel like yeah. the same kind of like warm like personality taking absolutely. care of kids. motherly yes yep. yep and so i was so worried when i first saw her i was like nothing oh, better no. happen to her i swear but <laughs> thankfully not so no, thankfully, Fuchsia lives. Yes. Yes. And she Fuchsia becomes lives. good friends with Robin. Robin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because she gives her her favorite wig and yeah. they sit there together. And then the Blue Screamer. Like, yes. And I love it. <laughs> she's like, I can't tell you this is your favorite. <laughs> she's like, no, you have to. Oh, so, yeah. It's so much fun. And there's a lot of like little bonding scenes with the girls. Like, there's a yes. lot of like when they play poker for makeup yeah which is wild you know and um 
and when they were trying when they you know they, they like told robin to go do the shopping and robin brought hairspray popcorn and something and else marshmallows marshmallows it's right. like our hair will look great but we'll all have zits right that's when fuchsia makes her appearance and and brings them food right which is super cool mm-hmm. so while they're there um now keep in mind talia and roscoe have gotten them jobs working yes. at a, a casino casino as waitresses i think one of them is a waitress okay i know i think um one's a bartender mm-hmm. because she was like just serve the drink like i don't care if i made it wrong and then one of them is a waitress and then um courtney's character is a blackjack dealer yes okay that's what i thought yeah, yeah. and um while they're there talia comes well you can see this like argument going where right. roscoe is pushing her and he's like you go over there and you invite them now and she's like okay so she goes over and she's like you know um i want to invite you guys to a party and you know robin is super excited right she's like oh right. my god we re- we really could use a good party and she's like you don't have to go she so doesn't want them to go he's almost yeah she's trying to warn them she's yes. trying to tell them like this is not your kind of party um right. and they're just well like, he's no. on the phone too yeah. Roscoe, before he- that saying that there's these three girls that he wants to introduce to somebody yep. while watching the video i believe that of, he took of of joey taking a shower yeah so um, that was really messed up now so for, then yeah yeah and yeah. now for anybody listening obviously this is a pg rated movie you are right. not seeing anything in the showers in fact you actually are no. just seeing her shave her legs <laughs> right wait Which are you was... sure because i oh it yeah it's like a full nudity there, thing there's a side shot of her yeah that you see but you don't see like her everything you know right um and then you see her shaving her legs and i was like oh yeah <laughs> um so i was like oh okay yeah. so we know so we know that, that about him we know that and then the party and we is, also yeah. know that he's a drug dealer because yeah. on the phone mm-hmm. he says i got the young stuff covered uh and add three kilos to that right so yeah i mean it, it this movie on its surface has this very like 80s but you know, bouncy, good music, like it's girl power, right. right? But it has some dark fucking themes. Oh my god, yeah. And I was like, oh, they're on a dude ranch. But then I texted you. I was like, this took a turn. <laughs> turn. And I was like, okay, I was not expecting I, it. To I was just way, telling but... you, I'm like, just keep it, just keep going. Just yeah, keep I was going. like, do I, I promise, just keep going. I would not right. have stirred you in the wrong direction. So they go to this party, mm-hmm. and they're you know the one girl goes um can i get can i get a coke please no she said oh they said what what can i get you and she's like coke please and he issues her gives a, her a coke a, a, a in a bag vi- yeah exactly a little bag of coke and then he right. goes anything to drink and she's like uh no 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 i'm good i'm good so she takes the co- now this is important this is a plot point guys yes. i'm not just like you know she takes the cocaine and she puts it in her bra right because she's really just embarrassed like holy shit i can't believe this is actually happening she's talking to joey and then that's when they see a video of joey you know basically showering right because she drags her into the room room. and they're playing x-rated whatever yeah right and then it turns and then it turns and it's actually you know joey on the video so then 
um they're uh they're walking and they're trying to like get you know so it looks like it looks like there's a raid basically is what yes. has happened is that the right, cops they hear have it arrived. outside yeah the cops have arrived they're they're ushering people into another room but while this is happening uh joey says oh my god that's bunny and layla they work at the strip they're hookers right so like they pretty much have realized that they have stepped into a totally different type of party that they're not used to at all yeah right so the cops show up and you know you know hey sister you know like and 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 they're just three teenage girls you know and so they get thrown into jail and while they're in jail you know Lindsay realizes that she has cocaine in her on her person basically yeah so she t- <laughs> so she takes the cookie i don't even know if this is a thing really but she takes- i couldn't believe this part i was like how she takes the cocaine out makes it into like pressed powder and puts it on robin's yes. face because <laughs> she's the one who's dressed like the most eccentric with her blue yeah wig. she has a blue she has like this really cool blue spiky wig and um they her makeup is very like really colorful her makeup's very colorful it's really cool right. because the scene that the scene where they're getting ready is awesome it's done yes. very very well with the hair brushing and the hair drying and the makeup and the putting on the different outfits and you're trying to figure out you're like oh whose outfit is that right Right. yeah it's really interesting it's a really cool like fashion forward 80s type scene you know right so uh so they get you know so they're in jail or whatever and they get called to come out and talia is who bails them out Mm -hmm. so talia's like you know and they're like, you know, I can't believe you did this to us. And and she's just like, well, screw you. Who needs you? Right. You know? So she walks off and the girls end up back at the, uh, at the cabin and they're talking to Fuchsia. And they're mm-hmm. like, I just don't understand. Like, you know, people do what they want to do. And, and Fuchsia has this like really great moment mm-hmm. where she says some people, sometimes people get confused about who they are. Right. And then she tells them, you know, roscoe will come looking for you because you bailed him out which means he will want favors yes so they've already been warned and then right Lindsay's car i oh i was so mad at this because well you love your car let's I talk love about car. your car and right cc let's talk about like, cc for a minute like i have a 1992 camaro her name is cc this car is my baby so and she's also a convertible you know as well so seeing um it's it's a it's a mustang fox body it's either 1986 or before because Mm. after 1986 they changed the headlights on the front i'm sure they changed other things too wow yeah they changed the design so when i saw that i was like oh it's a 19 i always call them 1986 mustangs because like Mm -hmm. i know that's the year that that was the last year okay and this is the year of the movie so i would think that as a graduation present she would have been given a brand new mustang by Ah, her parents because she said her parents bought her the car so i was like oh it's probably an 86 mustang Mm -hmm. so um yeah if that happened to my car and i saw my steering wheel tacked to a tree Oh. I would have been also how did he get it yeah how did he get it back if he didn't have a steering wheel I good point Maybe he brought his I own I, I don't, don't know, know. I, 
I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how that works, but yeah. So he nails the steering wheel to the tree with mm-hmm. a, um, with a knife and right. is it say, how it's like okay. a ransom note how about 5,000, right? It's five. Is it 5,000? It's $5,000. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That he wants from them. So it's 5,000 that he wants from them. And, uh, you know, and so they decide they are going to win a poker game. Is it a, yeah. it is a poker game, a poker game at one of the, uh, at the, the, the dude ranch where they originally had basically left, right. um, uh, has, uh, has a, a very, very exclusive poker game. Yes. Uh, so in order to get into that exclusive poker game, they need a man to, mm-hmm. to, uh, to get Vouch them in. For them, yeah. So Fuchsia mm-hmm. puts on her best as she as she says it you know it hasn't been that butch in years right <laughs> she, she puts right. on a voice and gets them into the poker game yes so she pretends to be trump trump who, that's his uh, name i know yeah. right oh. i was like oh my god oh, that's um, great <clears throat> yeah so she pretends to be trump which is roscoe's boss roscoe's I think, boss i think or so. yeah. the guy who runs the poker the guy game, who runs the poker he doesn't I, like women playing right poker. they don't want women there's like yeah and so they say okay we're gonna get him in there now yes courtney thorne smith's character of um lindsey is a really good poker player and she says this (laughs) at the beginning of the movie i happen to be a damn good poker player yes so they get her in and basically what fuchsia says on the phone is you know there's a broad coming in i want you to let her in like a broad you know (laughs) yeah they're like what oh my god yeah so she gets in there and oh and she's wearing oh my god i love this okay Mm -hmm. so she's wearing like an an evening gown and a black uh cropped wig what is that called that a bob a bob yeah yeah she's she's wearing a black bob and her lips are all full because like uh because because um robin did her makeup right right So, so she she you know she shows up and they're like all right you know, doll, you know, and she's like, one thing, my, my name is not, not doll. doll. My name is not sweetie or baby or doll. She's like, I'm it's Cassandra. Cassandra. Right. <laughs> so she plays and sweeps the whole thing. Yes. And um, when she when she does, she she, you know, she gets she gets the money and she says, thank you, gentlemen. It's been a great great time and as she's getting out there then trump shows up right and is like oh my god you know like i i didn't i didn't okay any woman find her and do not let her off this ranch mm-hmm. so right. if you're paying attention <laughs> Lindsay's pseudo boyfriend um lives on the ranch right right so she goes and hides in his uh in his in his house and mm-hmm. uh apparently they end up sleeping together i guess right. everybody ends up losing their virginities in this well no I've, okay well Be- yes well uh, no because robin already has a boyfriend back right home, and we see which she oh, dreams about on the motorbike and graduation we see day the best this is probably the most 80s yes. flashback i have ever seen okay the dream sequence just, just cast your mind folks all right so <laughs> it's it's a high school hallway there yes. are the three girls they're dressed in blue uh graduation gowns they all are wearing pearls 
Did you notice right. that? Yeah, they're all wearing pearls. A motorcycle, <laughs> a motorcycle pulls up. The motorcycle, in the hallway. In the hallway, by the way. Yeah. The motorcycle happens to have um a, a, a Robin's boyfriend whose name is Pipes. Sure. Sure. Uh, he shows up. She gets on the motorcycle. I swear to God, this scene looks like a Night Ranger video. It does. Like it looks like Sister Christian. You know, it does. She jumps on the motorcycle, and then they end up in like what I think is what looks like a campground of some kind. Right. And they're like basically having sex inside right. a graduation gown. Which yeah, that was interesting. That didn't seem practical, but nope. you know, whatever. Didn't didn't. I was like, yeah, he must be really skinny. Like, <laughs> oh my god yeah it's really right. big that's a really big graduation gown right right so anyway she is uh awoken right. by the Power. door and she opens the door and talia is standing there and her face has been beaten yeah she's bleeding and and robin takes her inside and cleans her up and you know, she's just says I had I had no other place to go. Right. So So that was kind of a very touching scene, I it, think. It really was. The yeah. other two girls were asleep. Yeah. And Robin was like, No, like we're gonna like help you. No. And so yeah, and then oh, oh, and then Joey has met uh a guy named Corey. Who yes. is like a uh, um he uh, studies bugs entomo- entomologist entomologist yeah. yes he's a he's a bug guy yes he's a bug guy um Joey likes to jog mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's and she jogging. gets tripped right she's jogging <laughs> she's jogging around the lake and she trips and you know he uh he helps her and she's and he's he's a total nerd but I love John Putch so much I, mm-hmm. I think he's absolutely adorable. And did you know that he is um, uh, Gene Stapleton's son? No. From uh, All in the Family? Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Yes. I had no idea. Let me make sure it's Gene Stapleton and not Maureen Stapleton, which, by the way, are not related. Don't get that right. one mixed. I know, <laughs> right? Like, oh, no, they just sound like they have the same name. Um, Let's that's so see. funny i know it was really funny but yes i learned this later on that john putch is uh and john putch would be familiar to our other manic movie monday fans because he plays one of the brody boys in jaws 3 he's oh. sean mm-hmm. let's see here he is gene stapleton i was good i got it on the first try that's nice okay so yes he is gene stapleton's son so he plays Corey, the entomologist and uh of course she you know she falls in love with him so on this night that robin is dreaming about having sex with robin's dreaming about having sex in the graduation uh, gown in the graduation gown right joey is getting laid and then Lindsay got laid somewhere else (laughs) right somewhere else right so it's like a big old crazy fast so right so uh okay oh so uh so it seems like things are going really well talia is you know kind of acclimating to living with them in the cabin and things seem to be going okay Mm -hmm. and then uh in the middle of the night uh roscoe comes and uh basically says you know you need to get your things you know 
and right, um, like you're coming back with me and like, you're coming back her. with me yeah now they still haven't gotten the car back at this point no they put the money down uh because he shows the money he's like oh he's like well your car's out your car's out back i see you brought your steering wheel mm-hmm. um and uh they're like okay come on talia you don't want to stay here with him anymore and he's like why would she go with you right. she has everything that she wants and he's like you can you can tell him about your life tally you can tell him about all the men and all mm-hmm. the terrible, nasty things in your dirty little life that you've had. And right. she looks at them and she says, you know, Roscoe's right. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not like you guys. You know? mm-hmm. So, so they decide they are going to, <laughs> they're going to bust her out. Right. <laughs> Somebody's got to get into this. Somebody's got to get into this right. house. Right. So it's a great, I love this scene. Yes. I I fucking love this scene. I love the I love the chase afterwards. It's just so yes. good, right? So they show up at her house on a boat. Which, How did they get the boat? So they rented it. They go okay. to so they they take that, their car. Yeah. Yes, they take the car. They drop it off at the marina. They pick up the boat. They go over to because her house is on the water. Roscoe's house mm-hmm. is on the water. So they dock the boat. <laughs> they get inside, and Joey goes to his library and torches all of the videos yes and because that was my question before i was like why is she not more concerned with getting this videotape right and destroying it because i thought that that was going to be the main plot of why they wanted to end this guy right but it wasn't yeah so she sets i think she's she she put it looks like she was pouring bleach bleach or something and then it starts bubbling yeah, I so know. Maybe she mixed the bleach with something, something else. else? <laughs> yeah. It's a cauldron of porn. Right. Just dissipating into thin air. There- As it should have. As it should. He was in it. So, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they do they they do all that and then mm-hmm. they go down and they disassemble his boat so yes. he can't get out. And uh and they're taken off and Roscoe wakes up and hears it. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna go after them. Grabs his gun, right? And we have this amazing song by Doll Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he jumps in his boat. He's like, "All right." He's, he figures out how to <laughs> reassemble the boat, <laughs> good enough so that he in can a, steer in it. a very short period of time, right? And um, and there's this, I don't know like, why they didn't like take the screws with I, them. I don't know. I I don't know, but they but they so did then, take his keys. They did take his keys, so now they. But have he's a, a criminal. But he has like so yes, he figures out how to hotwire the boat. Of course, yeah. he's a criminal. Of course, he knows how to hotwire something. They should have thought of that. He's a garbage human, you know. Right. So there's a boat chase, and yes. then there's an explosion, and I yes. can't remember if. But what does he do? He 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 basically is like trying to chase them around the marina, and they're going in circles around other people's boats because they get into the marina at that right. point. Right. And then because he put his steering wheel back together at such like a, you know, terrible way because, you know, mm-hmm. half whatever. Right. right. And so it starts falling off as he's approaching the marina. So he keeps trying to like fix it and then keep using it. And then eventually it just literally comes off completely and he just drives straight into someone else's boat. And then you see this giant explosion, which you can tell is edited onto the screen. <laughs> no, it wasn't real. Because like... But like it's it's done well enough. Like if you weren't really looking, you wouldn't be able to tell. Right. But right. like yeah. Anyway, so it explodes. 
And here I'm thinking he dies, but no, no, he, he comes, comes out, of the water. out of the water. And I'm like, yeah. how did this man explode, like survive he, a boat he, explosion when it was an immediate hit? And he, you he know? basically like pops out of the water and like a like, damn it. Yeah, and yeah. that's it. He doesn't go any further than that. Right. Like, he doesn't don't... like jump in a car. Or it's just pretty much like I'm in the fucking water, whatever. My I've boat's lost my gone. my girlfriend's yeah. gone. We're done with this. So yeah. They uh the girls pile into the car with Talia and they end up in the woods and they're just kind of like hanging out, uh talking, and then okay. Mm-hmm. Now yes. I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. Where did they get the thirty thousand dollars? So okay um they is it something they stole from no out no so Lindsay, when she went to the poker game she's like when she comes back from the poker game she goes not only did i win i scored or something Mm -hmm. like that right right so they take the five thousand dollars and they give it to him so that's five thousand dollars that's not anything not part of it okay and then i think they were all sitting at the table when they escape you know Uh in this right right and they're like she's like they're like, how much money is in there? Because they start taking it out and looking at it. She goes, $33,000. Right. Think. Okay. And they're like, oh, so I think that she won all of that money at the poker game and she only used a little bit of it to pay him back. Okay. Okay. So that's and then, where she got it from. And then they decide, like, they're like, we are rich. And I was like, And well, they're going to split it up because they all and, pooled their own money. And in the yeah. 80s, yes, they were rich. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> Robin goes, now I can buy pipes of Harley. And I'm right. like, wow, yeah, things were different back right. in the I 80s. Was just <laughs> looking at like a Jeep, like a two-door Jeep right. Wrangler, like hypothetically, like, if I wanted to get like a you know regular right. car to drive. Which would be thirty thousand dollars. And it starts at thirty-three thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm like, that is so much money, you right. know. I'm like, oh my so. God. And then Joey's like, I can go to Europe and track down my dad, you know. Right. And then um I can't remember what Lindsay wanted to do. Lindsay, I, don't know, I think she was going to invest it, maybe. Something like that. like that. Yeah. And I thought yeah. it was kind of rude that they were all like being like, we're going to do this with our money. And then there's poor Talia just sitting there like, I don't get a share, you know, like I, I'm I still. Know, it has know. nothing to her name. She doesn't. I assume. So like. Yeah. But then they uh, take her on a trip. Because remember, they take that. There's that last postcard shot where all of them mm-hmm. are together so they they go somewhere right. together wherever they go and my audio cut out on that copy of the movie mm-hmm. oh. so i didn't know what was going to happen at the end because they're all just standing there lip syncing to nothing because the audio on this tape oh. that they transferred went out Damn and then it. it picked up again in the credits so oh. yeah that i did okay. not know what happened i just saw okay the, the postcard and i was like I yeah don't know. that's it yeah that's, fill that's me in yeah <laughs> the end right right so okay so um, they did go on a trip yeah that's so they ended up going on a trip and i think because i think that the golden gate bridge is in the background so i'm pretty yeah. sure they went to san francisco and she says that she has to find herself and stop relying on other people yes so that's that was it. good yes yeah unfortunately they didn't take fuchsia with them i know they should have they should I have know. fuchsia was so great oh my I god know. anyway so um what a fabulous seriously what an adorable cute yes. 80s fun you know, with a, a a little bit of sleaze, not yeah, gonna lie, a little, little bit, bit, a little bit. But like, what would an eighties movie be without, without just sleaze. a little bit of sleaze? Yeah, right. I mean, but I feel like the good outweighs the bad with this one. Yes, I really definitely. do. I feel like the soundtrack is amazing. I feel like the look of this movie is amazing. I feel like the girls did a really good job with it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I really 
thought it was awesome. And I just, it is a crime, a crime that it's not available. Right. It's not. I mean, and it's nope. Frustrating. Yeah, it is. These types of things are really frustrating. But folks, if you would like to listen to the soundtrack, at least minus one song. Minus one song because uh yes it the, was the song Talk from- Like That by Diana Harris from the party scene does not exist. Every okay. other song in the movie does. It's always me that's finding these things, right? I know, that's crazy. And so now it's gonna bother me, and now I have to do research and email people. So there's a great like, why. There's a great scene between Joey and Corey where they're staying up all night and they're, you know, they're in their sleeping bags or whatever. And right. they're talking and she was talking about how she, uh, you know, she wants to, she wants to find her dad. And she feels like if she yeah. doesn't resolve things with her dad, she's never going to go move forward with her life. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's this beautiful song called don't tell me any stories mm-hmm. that plays in the background. And it's by Jamie Smothers. And trust me, nothing. I got nothing on that. Nothing. <laughs> I don't have okay. anything on that. Good to know. <laughs> right. I'll put it on the list. <laughs> These are all things we need to find. Right. Yeah. Um, like, there's no reason why all the other songs should exist. And these two don't. And no. I'm sure the production studio that did it probably have the masters. Oy. Hopefully, right. fingers crossed, right. if they still exist. So Now, I okay, know. I did manage to talk to the screenwriter okay. a while back. Um, and she had become like an exercise guru. Mm-hmm. So she had written the screenplay when she was quite young. Mm-hmm. And she became like a, like a, like almost like a, you know, elderly people lift weights kind of right yeah because by the time i tracked her down she's was well you know way past that age or whatever um but she was very nice and she basically Mm -hmm. said you know i wish i could i wish i could help you track this stuff down i i really had no involvement with it other than writing the screenplay um Uh and 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 just nothing as a just as a woman it was just like i wrote the script i sold the script and that's it yeah all right well yeah so yeah, we've got all these. I mean, like Doll Congress, we already know is, is a thing. So you said now you said a private view has an album? I believe so. Okay. And is the album available streaming or is it like a Discogs thing? Let me see. The only okay. things I got to look up were that of the streaming portions. Okay. okay. So got it. Other than like who's on streaming, I haven't found out if they have, if other artists have albums that aren't. Right. Um, but yeah, I think it was a private view. Let me just check. A private view, yes, has the golden age from 1983 to 87. Mm-hmm. And they have like, let's see. That's cool. I like that song. Freedom is a great fucking yeah. song. And yeah. this sounds like similar to their other music. Okay. Oh, that's cool. great. I like that. Yeah. So oh yeah, uh, Freedom is on the album. Okay. as well as the welcome to 18 soundtrack That's so there's a copy neat. of it on that as well but like okay so after all is by craig briginski and craig craig briginski apparently mm-hmm. was known as craig wild back in the day and right I, and i guess he was really big in japan mm-hmm. like he's got if you look online and you look at pictures of him as a quote rock star in quotes um it's all they're all japanese they're they're all from really? like japan so he was he apparently... also left a review on imdb yeah he he kind of likes to hear himself talk and 
right. and stuff. Right. Yeah, he's that guy. He used to do. Yeah, because I think it was. Yes, it is IMDb. That is where I saw it. Yeah, I have this <laughs> screenshot because I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, please read it. I, I would love to hear this. Okay, so <clears throat> long before Platinum Records, though, I did have a few gold ones. I wrote and sang a full a song for this fun film. It has a giant cult following and is still picking up new young fans. Hi. Um, now two of the girls are stars, so I still get royalty checks 20 years later. Fun to see what I did at 17, still alive and well. This film is no breakfast club, but what is? This is a cute, fun, innocent 80s teen flick. It is very well done and had a good budget. Three teenage girls go out for a summer adventure. It's not meant to be taken seriously, and you will enjoy it as long as you're not expecting Peter O'Toole doing Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. If you find an old record or the foreign video, I would die and pay to have it in my collection. Sit back and clear your mind and enjoy not having to worry about plot twists or who gets the girl. Sometimes you simply need to have fun, and this movie is fun as well as silly, just as the director meant it to be. Please do not contact me to ask my celebrity name. Oh. I'm on, I am on IMDb under my birth name, which I only use for celebrity audio product projects I uh-huh. do for charity in this, my first film credit. Boy, my grandparents were happy to see my, na- my name. Cheers, Craig Berinsky. Right. Reginsky. Whose, whose yeah. name, if you look it up online, is Craig Wilde. Now, how I know that was mm-hmm. because back in the day imdb used to have remember when they had that thread they had those thread boards those, no. those oh imdb used to have boards mm-hmm. where you could go and anyone could say anything they wanted uh-huh. it was kind of i mean clearly there's a reason imdb right. shut that shit down right of course it was, it was like twitter it was terrible um right that I remember somebody posting that somebody was like, "Yeah, Greg Braginsky's real name is, or or or, or whatever you will call it, stage name is yeah. um is is Craig Wild." And and so I looked up Craig Wild, and all of a sudden, all this like Japanese import right. stuff mm-hmm. came up. So we know that he has probably has an album or two out there at some point. Yes. And then you mentioned Frank Sparks. Mm-hmm. Um, now okay, Frank Sparks is oh Surrender. Okay, which is mm-hmm. which which is plays during the weird graduation day flashback right and what an interesting what a wow yeah. uh-huh now okay now did you say frank sparks has an album i let me see what did i write down in my notes i said yes said, frank yeah. sparks had two songs in the movie sweet 16 from 1983 which one okay. of them is called melissa i think okay so he has other songs on Melissa other soundtracks. Okay. And Five O'Clock World, which are the only two on streaming. Okay. But I'm not sure if he had solo work that isn't. And then you mentioned the White Animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and they and you said they have albums. Yes. But so we don't know animals. anything about Randall Kirsch, Second Language, or Pinky. No. Or Rocky Share. Rocky Share didn't have anything on streaming, uh, which doesn't mean sucks. that he right. also may have something that is on YouTube or on Discogs. Yeah. But yeah. So that's another question I wanted to ask you because mm-hmm. you obviously music is your passion, obviously music mm-hmm. and being with the internship. How is someone able to put mm-hmm. this out on Spotify with all of these original uh, mm-hmm. uh, files, right? Um, right. But the soundtrack itself is not available to say purchase as like a cd or anything this i'm not <laughs> sure I'm, see that's the thing is i don't have a copy of the record so i can't see whether or not like who um, officially issued okay. it 
Right. On Spotify, it says copyright 1986 summer release incorporated. So okay, which is the summer release alternate title of the movie, by the way, is summer release. Right. Mm -hmm. So that in itself tells me I don't know who issued this. Got it. Not the label that put it out. Nope. You know, also the photo on Spotify looks like a taken picture uh-huh. on someone's phone it does of yeah. the soundtrack That's so funny. i don't know if this is exactly legal or not because uh-huh. i have had instances in the past where um i know i love the artist alicia who had the song do you dream about me and mannequin. from mannequin yeah. she had an album called bounce back and mm-hmm. somebody random it was not the label that she was affiliated with had uploaded that to spotify and that was not a legal release Hmm. and then eventually it was legally released on spotify so you can listen to it but um yeah so things like that happen sometimes so i don't know exactly the label that released this i don't have enough information to tell you if this is official or not Mm -hmm. either way i'm very thankful that it's there um, yeah, but yeah absolutely like whoever said, did like, this yeah whoever did it if it was a legal Thanks. release of this album right um they probably had to make sure that all the people that were on the album were input into whatever streaming service you know they yep. had uploaded it to to make sure that people were getting streaming royalties writers were listed producers were, were listed with the proper splits mm-hmm. you know of who gets what percentage of the earnings and so like that definitely had to be figured out which is stressful but not if this was copyrighted and listed so, yeah with exactly. contact information and things like that so so let's see one two three four five six there are almost seven montages in this film yes so if you need a reason to see welcome to 18 besides the fact Oops. that we've got courtney thorne smith we've got you know um uh, we got marishka hargitay mm-hmm. uh we've got joanne willette um you know it's great uh the soundtrack's amazing but dude between six and seven montages that is a yes. reason to see a movie totally. six to seven <laughs> musical put together fully produced well edited montages yes so you are obviously a very talented musician what's been going on in your world as far as uh your art recently um so i have performed live a couple places in new york city i'm from new york city so i occasionally go out to clubs and sing a couple songs um i had released my music video for time out which i think we talked about last time yes yes we did available um all analog on svhs um and then i'm working on an album as well they are all tracks that are actually from the 80s that were part of david bravo's kind of vault of songs so there's more than the five ones i already have out so (laughs) there will be those five with probably five or six more for the album as long as it can fit on one record because I want to release it on vinyl and cassette when it comes now, out. Now, as someone who's a huge fan, is this going to be available? Like, as far as, like, are we going to be able to have, like, a whole album of, yes. or, you know, I'm like, I'm dating myself here, but, like, a whole album of, uh, of Violet Sky to listen to? 
Yes. So oh. it's going to be the five songs, which were my singles, uh-huh. and then along with five or six more. Wow. Um, and then probably a few songs outside of that as well, because I don't think we can compile everything into one album because then mm-hmm. it won't fit. It'll have to be like a double album, you know, and I don't want to. That wasn't as authentic as if I just do one. Um, but yeah, we're currently working on the rest of those songs for this album, That's which I had set up a recording date with David soon. So we're going to go in and do one called I Found Love. Oh, that one's fun. That's awesome. We got it. Yeah. We got an ETA on that. No, no, <laughs> no. I've been saying this for like two years and it's just such a hard, you know, to like try to like plan this and everything. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to try to work with you know, someone to figure out how to release it on record and cassette and get that done and in place before announcing the album date so that Mm -hmm. when people do want it, they can go out and buy it and they don't have to wait for the record. Yeah. And my timing is not the best. Well, and also when you're performing, when you're doing these live performances, when you do, when you do your Pat Benatar stuff and Mm -hmm. when you, you do all the things that you do, like, you will also have an opportunity to sell these as CDs after the yes. show. CDs, records, and tapes. I want to definitely do a full release. Wow. On them. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I so. love it. You need your own shirt. I have I have shirts now. You have shirts? I have shirts. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Tell, Link in my bio. See, I love this. Tell our audience, first of all, if they want to get in touch with you, you're always you've always been very forthcoming as far as, you know, mm-hmm. being able to talk to your fans and and, yes. and being just especially all of us 80s nerds out there. Right. Um, to to be able to connect with people about the music and connect with people about this culture and about these these movies. Mm-hmm. So where can people find you if they would like to contact you? Yeah. Um, so I'm mostly reachable on Instagram if you wanted to send me a message. That's where I message people's Instagram. So that's Glitterwave 80s. Same thing for my TikTok is Glitterwave 80s, but that's usually just where I post videos. Like I respond to comments, but I don't necessarily like text, you know? Um, and then my YouTube is also Glitterwave 80s and it has all of my music videos and a lot of my songs on there. Um, but if you go to my Instagram, there's a link in my bio. It's so like a link tree. And then that has literally all of my links. So that has like, all my social medias are attached to that link. There's my merch. If you want to buy a t-shirt, it's a very 80s inspired design. That's happening, um, bro. I- I'm going to oh, tell actually, you right now. That is totally happening. Show me, I actually show me have shirt. it here. Yes, I want to see I was. This. I wear it to sleep and I'm not going to walk around with my I face on the that. street. Aww. But yeah, we, we oh, designed. Oh, I'm getting that. Thank you. Yeah, I so love that. Oh, I worked with an artist. So fabulous. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. happening. I'm so, totally getting that shirt. Yay. Yes. Thank you. I have multiple colors and styles and things available and stickers and I think pins. Oh, so I tried awesome. to do only products that were and only colors of the t-shirt that were available in the 80s to purchase. Oh. So it would be as authentic as possible. And so, yes. So, yeah. So I have t-shirts. Um but yeah, they're on Tee Public. I think it ships worldwide if you want one. And they do sales every once in a while too. So they'll be like 30% off or all t-shirts are $16 instead of 20. So if you wait around for that, um, I make less money, but you get a better deal. So it's okay. Yeah, um, I know how that goes. Cause like we yeah. all of our uh all of our merchandise is also on Tee Public. Uh, and you get our- like three dollars a sale. I which know is, like, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous, but also, you know, I don't have the space right now or the money to invest in I know. boxes I, and boxes I, of merch and I, I get don't it. play out enough to sell things out. I know. I know. You know, so it's just Same. easier that way for now. 
Yeah. It is. It's the same. I'm like, I look forward to my little, you know, $10 a month. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, I got like 17 Yay. Oh, yay. Someone bought a sweatshirt. Oh, right. you know. But it's always nice to see that people like are purchasing. And like, it's kind of weird to think like people are wearing my face on a t-shirt. Love it. I but then love again, it. I wear other people's faces on, on t-shirts. t-shirts all the time. So, you know, and I do make music. So I figured, you know, I wasn't going to make merch until I made music. So like now that. it makes sense. Yeah. That's super so, awesome. Yeah. And folks, if you want to find uh Manic Movie Monday, you can go to Manic Movie Monday Podcast yes. on Instagram. As well as we have a Facebook page, and that is pretty much our social media. Violet, I love you. You are amazing. Thank Likewise. You so much for doing this again. Yeah. And thank you so much for bringing your very unique form of knowledge about these films and these soundtracks that really just haven't don't have a home they're homeless you know yeah thank you so much for inviting me as always it's always a fun time yay and as always stay manic my lovelies